0: Hello, and welcome to the turbulent world of Middle East soccer or MIDI soccer podcast. I'm your host, James Dorsey. Malaysia has emerged as a potential external operation space for Hamas, the Islamist group that controls the Gaza Strip. If Turkey expels or restricts the group's movements as part of its rapprochement with Israel. Turkey has in recent months deported Hamas activists or refused them entry into the country as it sought to improve its troubled relations with Israel, according to Israeli press reports. Turkish-Israeli relations have been strained since Israeli forces stormed a flotilla in 2010, headed towards Gaza in a bid to break an Israeli-Egyptian blockade. Nine activists were killed and 10 Israeli soldiers wounded in the incident. The flotilla sailed from Turkey and was chartered by a Turkish NGO. Israeli President Isaac Herzog visited Ankara in March, becoming the first Israeli president to do so in 15 years. At a summit with Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan, Both leaders pledged to open a new chapter in the relationship. The press reports suggested that the deported Hamas operatives have been on an Israeli list presented to Turkey of individuals involved in the group's armed activities in violation of their terms of residence in Turkey. Saleh al-Aruri, Hamas's deputy political bureau head and former military commander, reportedly was among those expelled. Sources close to Hamas warned that a withdrawal of support for the group would undermine Turkish efforts to position itself as a champion of Muslim causes, first and foremost, Palestine, at a time that it is competing for geopolitical leverage and religious soft power in the Muslim world. Turkey knows, that a break with Hamas would damage its image. Also, don't forget that Palestine remains an emotive issue in Turkey itself, one source said. Israel has long demanded that Turkey crack down on Hamas, whose leaders have been granted Turkish citizenship as part of any improvement in relations. Earlier this week, Al-Mektal a Muslim Brotherhood-affiliated television station, said it was shutting down its operations in Turkey due to circumstances that everyone knows about. al mekalamin did not specify the circumstances. Turkey had earlier begun to curtail Egyptian opposition media that had either flocked to Istanbul or been newly established in the city as it emerged as a Mecca for primarily Islamist Middle Eastern opposition groups, and dissidents. Hamas is widely seen as an offshoot of the brotherhood. The anti-Islamist moves are part of a broader Turkish effort to improve relations with its Middle Eastern detractors, not only Israel, but also Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, and Egypt, where General-turned-President Abdel Fatah al-Sisi toppled in 2013 a democratically elected brotherhood government with Saudi and Emirati support. Saudi Arabia and the UAE have designated the Muslim Brotherhood as a terrorist organization. Last year, UAE Foreign Minister Abdullah bin Zayed called on Western countries to identify Hamas in its totality rather than just its military wing as a terrorist organization. Israel and Egypt have blockaded Gaza since 2005 when Israeli troops withdrew from the strip, conquered during the 1967 Middle East war. Hamas seized control of the region in 2007 in armed clashes with its rival Al-Fatah after narrowly winning elections in 2006. Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas leads Al-Fatah. In a twist of irony, Hamas retains a degree of support from Qatar with Israel's tacit agreement. Ismail Haniyeh, one of Hamas's most senior leaders, is believed to remain a resident in Qatar, where he publicly meets with visiting dignitaries like Iranian Foreign Minister Hussein Amir Abdullahayan and Palestinians from the West Bank. The Hamas official has also met twice in the last three years with Qatari Amir. Tamim bin Hamad Al Thani. Nonetheless, Qatar is unlikely to allow the group to re-establish itself after the Gulf state forced it to move to Turkey under pressure from Saudi Arabia and the UAE. As a result, Malaysia has emerged as a potential base because the group has nowhere to go in the Middle East if Turkey expels it or severely curtails its activities and presence in the country. If forced to find another base, Hamas's choices are reminiscent of those Palestinian Liberation Organization leader Yasser Arafat faced in 1982, when Israeli troops forced Palestinian fighters to leave Beirut. At the time, Tunisia, the PLO's new home, seemed a long way from Palestine, but was at least an Arab country. Malaysia, would seem not only geographically, but also culturally more distant from Palestine than Tunisia. Even so, Hamas enjoys public support in Malaysia. They already have a substantial base here, not only in the form of the Palestinian, they already have a substantial base here, not only in the form of the Palestinian cultural organization, Malaysia, but also others, employed in universities and as professionals. So anything short of a base, however conceived, would be okay, said a well-placed Malaysian source. Some analysts said the cultural organization or PCOM was widely seen as Hamas's embassy in competition with the Al-Fatah controlled official Palestinian embassy in Kuala Lumpur. The PCOM was founded after Al-Fatah refused to vacate the embassy following the 2006 election. Malaysian Foreign Minister Sri Sefuddin Abdullah made a point last month of tweeting about a phone call with Mr. Hania, the Qatar-based Hamas leader. The well-placed Malaysian source said that the country's security forces could object to granting Hamas greater leeway in Malaysia security forces in some other Southeast Asian nations would likely share the concern. The concerns would center on fears that enhanced Hamas presence could turn Malaysia into a Middle Eastern battlefield. Israel is seen as responsible for the killing in 2018 in Kuala Lumpur of a Palestinian university lecturer and activist believed to be a Hamas operative. Hamas has used its cultural center in Kuala Lumpur to maintain unofficial contacts with various Southeast Asian nations that do not want to be seen to be talking to the group, either because of their relations with Israel, their opposition to political Islam, and or their standing in Europe and the United States. The US has designated Hamas as a terrorist organization. Neither Indonesia nor Malaysia, Southeast Asia's major Muslim-majority countries, have diplomatic ties with Israel. However, Malaysia is more strident in its opposition to the Jewish state, support of the Palestinians, and at times anti-Semitic statements, particularly by its former Prime Minister, Mahathir Mohammed. To be sure, It is still early days in the rapprochement between Turkey and Israel, at a time when broader efforts to reduce regional tension remain fragile. Moreover, with U.S.-Iranian negotiations to revive the 2015 international agreement that curbed the Islamic Republic's nuclear program, seemingly at a breaking point, tensions could easily still spill out of control. A failure to agree on a return to the agreement, from which the United States unilaterally withdrew in 2018, could throw the Israeli-Turkish rapprochement into a tailspin. Moreover, Turkish Foreign Minister Mevlut Cavusoglu warned last month that sustainable relations between Israel and Turkey would require Israel to respect the international law on the Palestinian issue. Mr. Jolo did not spell out what he specifically meant, but is expected to visit Israel later this month. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. A written version of this podcast is on my blog, The Turbulent World of Middle East Soccer, at www.jamesmdorsey.net. Please join me for my next podcast in the coming days. All the best and take care.